letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from News Talk 830-WCCO. This is the All Local. With Thursday's WCCO All Local, I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include Minneapolis's plan with the burned-down 3rd Police Precinct, more good news on the job front in Minnesota, and an update on Derek Chauvin's attempt to get the U.S. Supreme Court to hear his case. But we begin with some breaking news Thursday in Minneapolis. A bit of a surprise from the city of Minneapolis today, announcing Mayor Fry's new Community Safety Commissioner Cedric Alexander is retiring. Dr. Alexander has been with the city in this new role for less than a year and will retire in September, according to a statement from the city. He is the city's highest paid employee, with a salary reportedly exceeding $330,000, more than both Mayor Jacob Fry and Governor Tim Walls. He's in charge of the police and fire, emergency management, and neighborhood safety departments. Alexander was reprimanded by Mayor Fry late last year for getting into a two-hour-long evening Twitter battle with a resident and ended up issuing a statement saying he regretted the tone of those tweets. Alexander was also vocal about not having the tools to bring his vision to light when it came to public safety, and there have been questions about whether or not he and Police Chief Brian O'Hara see eye-to-eye. His last day will be September 1st. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830, WCCO. The Minneapolis City Council has voted to no longer use the Minneapolis Police Department's third precinct building that was heavily damaged during the George Floyd riots, never to use it ever again for any police purpose. Council Member Andrew Johnson. Just the thought of it, of returning officers to that building, makes me queasy. And I'm guessing that's a shared feeling by others as well. And it's not just a building, but it's symbolic. Council's also expected to take up a proposal to temporarily move 3rd Precinct officers in with 1st Precinct officers in the Century Plaza building on the southern edge of downtown. Right now they are working out of a temporary headquarters in the City of Lakes building downtown. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm Steve Simpson. Another development in the investigation of the killing of Fargo police officer and Minnesota native Jake Wallin last week. North Dakota's Attorney General Drew Wrigley says Fargo police officer Zach Robinson was more than justified when he shot and killed the suspect, 37-year-old Muhammad Barakat, who he says was heavily armed. The defendant jumped out of the front seat of this car after he shot the officers from inside the car. He absolutely ambushed them from inside that vehicle. They had no way to know. And he accessed one of the many weapons that he had in the vehicle, all of which were loaded. A motive not yet known, although Fargo's mayor says Barakat was planning, quote, mayhem. Officer Walleen's funeral is planned for Saturday in Pequot Lakes. Attorney General Keith Ellison talking about investigation into Hyundai, alleging the company knew about its substandard lock problem. The incident, the latest involving a Hyundai, which along with Kias are more prone to theft. Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison says while those who are stealing the vehicles need to be held accountable, so too do the car companies who he says are not outfitting their vehicles with industry standard anti-theft devices. I can assure everybody that we're working very hard. We're taking this extremely seriously and I expect um, and, and and I do believe 
that the conduct we find here is we're going to hold them accountable. In March, he and other attorneys general in the country were denied a request for a recall of the vehicles. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. The Minnesota Department of Employment and Economic Development is out with June's job numbers. Officials say more than 9,000 people entered the labor market, marking the fourth month in a row with positive growth and the largest monthly gain in three years. At the same time, the state lost 4,300 seasonal jobs and another 6,500 in the private sector. Deed Commissioner Matt Verilek says while job growth didn't continue in June, the state has posted job gains in nine of the past 12 months, and the long-term trend remains strong. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830, WCCF. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry outlining his plan for 8 to $10 million in new spending annually to fight climate change in the city. Funding for the city's Climate Action Equity Plan will be raised through fees on residents' gas and electric bills, amounting to between 8 and $12 a year for the average homeowner. So is it a big plan? Sure, it is. But it's one we're committed to and one we're ready for. We plan on leading the nation in climate work, and the Climate Legacy Initiative will help us to do this. Fry says part of the plan includes weatherizing every home in the city, starting first with homes in the city's lower-income communities. The recently announced job cuts at Alina Health could become more commonplace as healthcare institutions face new financial burdens. That's according to University of St. Thomas professor Daniel McLaughlin, who understands the intricacies of healthcare, having led Hennepin County Medical Center for many years. He told WCCO's Vanita Sakar on the morning news that financial struggles that healthcare organizations are facing has to do in part with staff shortages at nursing homes, forcing patients to stay in the hospital longer. Turns out the reimbursement systems only pay hospitals per admission. So if a patient's there too long, all of a sudden that's a loss to the hospital. He says the pandemic forced more patients to use telehealth and outpatient visits as well, exacerbating the problem. And so where the money usually is in hospitals is in inpatient care, and a lot of that's moving out. So it's a combination of all those factors. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm Steve Simpson. No charges will be filed against a St. Paul police officer who shot and killed a man during an alleged domestic violence incident last December in the Dayton's Bluff neighborhood. Ramsey County Attorney's Office concluding that Sergeant Cody Blanchin was justified in shooting 24-year-old Howard Johnson. The report states that when Blanchin encountered Johnson trying to carjack a vehicle, he raised his weapon toward the officer. That incident apparently caught on body cam video. The former Minneapolis police officer convicted of second-degree murder in the death of George Floyd is appealing to the nation's highest court. Jennifer Kuyper has the details. The Minnesota Supreme Court this week, without comment, denied Derek Chauvin's petition for his case to be heard. The former Minneapolis police officer is serving a 22-and-a-half-year sentence for putting his knee on George Floyd's neck during an arrest, killing him. Chauvin's attorney says they'll ask the U.S. Supreme Court to review the case, adding that the most significant issue is whether holding the trial in Minneapolis deprived his client of a fair trial due to pretrial publicity and concerns for violence. A bittersweet ending for a St. Paul business owner as she prepares to close her consignment boutique in the McAllister Groveland neighborhood next week. I wish you all the best. One by one, customers stopped to offer well wishes to elite repeat owner Missy Orn, sharing memories of buying beautiful clothes over the years. My daughter was just here from Denver and got a really cute dress. Missy remembers applying for a job at that store 27 years ago. She now has owned it for the past nine years. It was a hard decision to make, you know, and people are 
asking, is this a business bad? Is, are you, are you, it's just time. She turned 56 in June and is not sure what she'll do next, but she's forever grateful for the time she spent working with wonderful customers. By the way, everything in the store is 50% off with deeper discounts coming next week. And the store is for sale. She says anyone interested should reach out. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. Finally today, you don't have to wait for Casual Friday anymore. Minneapolis-based Target has changed its dress code and allowing more of its workers to wear shorts on the job. The reason is the extreme heat being felt in many parts of the country. The company says a majority of their employees are covered by the new policy, but did not specify how many of its 440,000 employees that would be. Until now, the company only allowed those who work outside to wear shorts. Other policies remain in place for those workers, including frequent water breaks. Steve Simpson, News Talk 830 WCCO. Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsay Peterson, News Talk 830 WCCO.